Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about using the wisdom of the tarot to access the healing and creative magic of self love. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. I'm a tarot reader and intuitive coach. You can follow me on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode on the Queens. So we're kicking off this podcast here with my series on the Queens, which I believe cuts right to the core of this work with self-love in the tarot. Part of me wanted to save these concepts for later on, but I believe this is really the heart of this work. And that even when I'm finished with all these episodes on the Queens, I can and will go back and revisit and add to all these things that we'll be talking about in the next month. So... I'm super excited about that because I love, love, love talking about the queens. I can't imagine just talking about it in four or five episodes. So there will always be something sprinkled in with the queens because I find their energy to be incredibly powerful and healing. So this podcast today isn't going to go into any specific queen, but we're going to talk about the queens in general and what they can represent. So when I look at the queens, I sense that there's experience within all of them. Like they are all sitting on their thrones for a reason. They're not queens simply by birthright, but they're queens because of their wisdom and their incredible life journeys and lessons that they have all lived and learned through. They are queens because of what they have gone through and grown through. That is what makes them the wise rulers that they are. And with that, when I see the queens, I have an enormous amount of respect for them and how they got there. And I honor their past hardships. And not to glorify hardships, but to acknowledge that life isn't always happy and easy for anyone. And in looking at the tarot as a whole, you can see that the tarot embraces the nature of living a human life. It's the human experience, all in these beautiful 78 cards. There are going to be rough days and easy days. There are going to be days where you're having so much fun and where things just make sense. And then there are going to be days where you feel like nothing is working and you're in total misery and you have no idea what's going on. And to go through life in itself can be difficult. There is no sugarcoating that truth. And what the queens represent is the inner strength and the power that could be found through these tough life lessons. When you look at the queens, we can be inspired by their poise. But when we also take the effort to look beyond their appearances, we can also see the countless sleepless nights. We can see the heartbreak, the failure, the mistakes, the grief that they had all gone through. They have truly been through it all. And yet, here they sit on their beautifully decorated thrones, owning it all unapologetically. And that's an aspect of the queens that really unify all of them together. All four of them are so unapologetic about who they are and what they stand for. Each queen 
represents a life energy that we all interact with and play with throughout our entire lives. And they represent the union and friendship that we can have with these different elements. For example, instead of waging war on our emotions, the Queen of Cups befriends whatever emotions come her way. She invites them like invited guests into her home. For me, I get the imagery of the strength card with all of the queens actually. And if you're not familiar with what the strength card looks like, it's a woman gently closing a lion's mouth. The queens represent this different kind of force. The kings are very action oriented and it's a lot of external energy, but the queens find resolution in the beautiful energy of love. They expand our limits on love and help us find ways to love all the things that we cannot love at this moment. And most importantly, since all four suits, cups, wands, pentacles, and swords are present within ourselves, when we expand our love for those types of experiences and energies, we expand our capacity to love ourselves even more. The queens are bold, unapologetic symbols of self-love. Absolutely they are. And on a personal level for me, I find so much strength in visiting these cards, even when I don't get them in readings. I just like to thumb through my deck and find them and I just sit with them and honor them. I find so much empowerment in not only honoring who they are right now, as these poised, accomplished queens, but also honor, honoring their journeys and past hardships and sleepless nights and mistakes and failures as well. And it helps me embrace all that is occurring right now in my life that I've had a hard time dealing with. And it gives me a beautiful, empowering meaning for my life when things feel uncertain or muddy. And that is one of the greatest strengths with working with the tarot in whatever place you may be in your life. You may li be listening to this podcast right now and you might be at the happiest point of your life, happier than you've ever been. Or you could be in so much grief and frustration and things aren't at all how you want them to be right now. And the tarot gives us an empowering storyline for our lives so we can learn to appreciate life for what it is right now for us, exactly as it is. And with that, I encourage you, despite what you hear on this show or any other tarot books or resources, I encourage you to add to this and make changes to the meaning so that you can come away with it with a totally empowering meaning that lights you up. These meanings that I have for the cards absolutely light me up like a freaking Christmas tree. <laughs> and, and I'm saying that because we just put up our Christmas tree. But they light me up. They resonate with me on such a deep level. And that is why they have totally transformed my life. Let yourself be the author of your life. You get to choose what these things mean in the world and you have the power to change and edit whatever you want because it is your life. 
Nothing is ever set in stone. And that is the gift that the tarot gives us. Now, when I get the queens in a reading, I don't see them as other people in my life like some other traditional interpretations are. I tend to interpret them by seeing how I can be inspired by their inner strength. What aspect can I use from them right now? What would she do in the situation that I'm in? How would she be thinking about this issue at hand? What's amazing is that all the queens are incredibly empathetic. They understand where you are coming from because they have been through it themselves a million times over. And they can hold the space for you and meet you where you are. They are never pushing you or forcing you or giving you ultimatums. They stand for the power of gentleness. That doesn't mean you are a doormat or a pushover. And when we get to our podcast about the Queen of Swords, you'll definitely know that is absolutely not the case at all. This is about cultivating gentleness for yourself, being kind to yourself, being a friend to yourself, being forgiving of yourself, being compassionate for yourself and all things. And that doesn't mean you are always speaking softly or you never raise your voice or you know, you're always giving away your spot, always yielding to others. That's a very old idea of what gentleness is. Again, let's look at the strength card. There is so much power in what she is doing. She is freaking conquering a lion. And yet she's defenseless. She has no weapons around her. All she's using is her own hands. And she has this amazing calm demeanor. Gentleness with the queens means having respect for the elements and also having so much respect for yourself that you are not taken advantage of or stepped on. And when it's time for you to speak up for yourself or stand up for yourself, that power is always available within you. For me, on a personal level, I grew up with certain ideas of what power was supposed to look like. Power was very masculine. It was forceful. Power was having everyone around you like you and meeting everyone's expectations. Power was being popular and people giving you attention and asking you out on dates. Power was controlling my eating and losing weight and being a certain body type or figure or weighing a certain number on a scale. Power was never showing weakness, never showing vulnerability, never crying at work or at school or in front of other people. Power was being a perfectionist. You know, 85%, 95%, 99% was never enough. Power was either getting admiration and positive attention so that I can love myself more, or power was also staying completely invisible and unseen so I could protect myself from ever getting hurt by anyone. Power was only present when I was in a good mood or feeling positive and certain and confident about my life and how things were headed. But the queens just completely destroy this old concept of power. They show us that true power is where you are standing right now. It's owning all of your experiences without apology. It's being with your emotions, your turmoil, your pain, your insecurity, and being 
with those things, that is where you are empowered. It's a different kind of power. It's a power that most people don't even realize that they have. And they undermine it and stay stuck with this ego idea of what power really is. And they continue to wage war with their experiences, with reality, with themselves, which compounds the suffering unnecessarily. I love the queens. (laughs) Right now in my life, the queens are resonating so strongly with what I'm going through and There's so much love to tap into with these cards. So much freaking love. And with that love, we can find so much power in what we originally believed were weaknesses. It's like for me, I've had so much resistance and anxiety around being a coach and writing about personal development because I felt like I wasn't qualified to help anyone. You know, I've had these beliefs that I'm too young, I'm too inexperienced, I don't have my shit together, I still have so much uncertainty in my life. How could I ever possibly be someone who can help others in their lives? But then I realized maybe that's exactly why I should be doing this work in the first place. What stands in the way becomes the reason why we should do it. I went to a Robert Holden event a couple months ago and he said, Wounds are not walls, they are doorways. The thing that is in the way is the way. We haven't made a wrong turn. And with that, with acknowledging that the presence of pain and hardship in our lives doesn't mean anything has gone wrong, it becomes the method of healing for us. Like the queens, we can transform and transcend our own past pain into love. My history of binge eating and totally hating my body for seven years straight has transformed me into someone who has learned to love herself unconditionally, no matter what I've eaten or how much weight I've gained or how I look in the mirror, how tight or loose my pants are today, regardless of that number on the scale. And I know now that when I have a daughter who grows up with these societal ideas that she needs to eat or look a certain way, I know I can be there for her with total compassion and love and empathy without projecting my past pains and self-judgments onto her. I know that in my own healing that I can help others find peace and healing too in more ways that I could ever know. And this doesn't mean that I never have days where I have lots of mind drama about my body and eating healthy. It just means I react to those thoughts differently. Instead of buying into the thought that, you know, oh, you look completely awful today. Look at what you're wearing. You look totally gross. (laughs) Those types of thoughts. Instead of buying into them and feeding them more and being like, oh my god, yeah, that's totally true. I can, I can see those thoughts and sit with that thought and meet that with love. That is true power. It's like looking at the strength card. This woman is meeting her greatest fear, this lion, whatever the lion symbolizes to her, she is meeting it with total love and you can completely see this in this card. 
So even, and you know, even in those times where you do buy into those thoughts, that's okay too. That's what unconditional means. It's unconditional love. You love yourself even during the times where you forget about your innate wholeness. You forget about your innate worthiness and you forget about your innate enoughness. Even if you feel like you've been in a cave of self-doubt and self-pity for months, you can still hold loving space for that experience and loving space for yourself. Love works. If I could have named this podcast anything else, it probably would have been like, love works. Love is productive. Love does stuff for us. It's not just this big lofty idea that we have in our heads and Oftentimes, when I talk about love so much, I'm like, oh, geez, Gretchen, like, <laughs> this is, you're just, you're too much. But, but I genuinely believe that love works. Love always works. And I've seen it work in the most practical ways in my life. And, you know, I think that is the ultimate message of the Queens, that unconditional self-love is power. So thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Queens. I'm so excited to share with you the next coming episodes um, with each queen. And I am going to be posting on Instagram for when those will be coming out. So make sure to tune in for that. Next week's episode will be about the Queen of Cups, which we will talk about how to feel and allow our emotions instead of resisting them, uh, two separate things. And I'm going to talk about both of those concepts in great detail. And I'm also going to talk about relationships, right? Like the cards are all about uh, fulfilling relationships. So whether you are single or in a relationship yourself, there will be something for everyone with the Queen of Cups. So have an amazing rest of your week, everyone, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.